0: Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 268 of our journey. Zechariah was sent to the exiles in Judah during the reign of Darius of Persia. Today we will read of a series of eight visions that Zechariah received. These visions are preceded by a general call to repentance. These eight visions are meant to be an encouragement to the people in rebuilding the temple. They speak of the removal of the sins of the people and of the protection of the Lord from neighboring nations. God has prepared everything for the rebuilding project. After these visions, we read a question about fasting The people have been fasting at certain times throughout the exile, but God desires that they would practice justice as a true form of fasting. Their fasts will become feasts. Join me in Zechariah 1 through 8 to prepare for the rebuilding of the temple. Zechariah 1, in the eighth month of Darius' second year. The Lord's message came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, son of Edo. The Lord was very angry with your ancestors. Therefore, say to the people, the Lord of heaven's armies says, turn to me, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and I will turn to you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Do not be like your ancestors, to whom the former prophets called out, saying, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies has said. Turn now from your evil wickedness, but they would by no means obey me, says the Lord. As for your ancestors, where are they? And did the prophets live forever? But have my words and statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, not outlived your fathers? Then they paid attention and confessed, The Lord of heaven's armies has indeed done what he said he would do to us because of our sinful ways. On the twenty-fourth day of the eleventh month, the month Shabbat, in Darius' second year, the Lord's message came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, son of Edo. I was attentive that night and saw a man seated on a red horse that stood among some myrtle trees in the ravine. Behind him were red, sorrel, and white horses. Then I asked one nearby, What are these, sir? The angelic messenger who replied to me said, I will show you what these are. Then the man standing among the myrtle trees spoke up and said, These are the ones whom the Lord has sent to walk about on the earth the riders then agreed with the angel of the lord who was standing among the myrtle trees we have been walking about on the earth and now everything is at rest and quiet the angel of the lord then asked o lord of heaven's armies how long before you have compassion on jerusalem and the other cities of judah which you have been so angry with for these 70 years the lord then addressed good Comforting words to the angelic messenger who was speaking to me. Turning to me, the messenger then said, Cry out that the Lord of heaven's armies says, I am very much moved for Jerusalem and for Zion, but I am greatly displeased with the nations that take my grace for granted. I was a little displeased with them, but they have only made things worse for themselves. Therefore, This is what the Lord has said. I have become compassionate toward Jerusalem and will rebuild my temple in it, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Once more, a surveyor's measuring line will be stretched out over Jerusalem. Speak up again with the message of the Lord of heaven's armies. My cities will once more overflow with prosperity, and once more the Lord will comfort Zion and validate his choice of Jerusalem. Once again I looked, and this time I saw four horns. So I asked the angelic messenger who spoke with me, What are these? He replied, These are the horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Next, the Lord showed me four blacksmiths. I asked, What are these going to do? He answered, These horns are the ones that have scattered Judah, so that there is no one to be seen. But the blacksmiths have come to terrify Judah's enemies and cut off the horns of the nations that have thrust themselves against the land of Judah in order to scatter its people. Zechariah 2. I looked again, and there was a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, Where are you going? He replied, To measure Jerusalem in order to determine its width and its length. At this point, the angelic messenger who spoke to me went out, and another messenger came to meet him and said to him, Hurry, speak to this young man as follows. Jerusalem will no longer be enclosed by walls because of the multitude of people and animals there. But I, the Lord says, will be a wall of fire surrounding Jerusalem and the source of glory in her midst. You there, flee from the Northland, says the Lord, for like the four winds of heaven, I have scattered you, says the Lord. Escape, Zion, you who live among the Babylonians, for the Lord of heaven's armies says to me that for his own glory, he has sent me to the nations that plundered you. For anyone who touches you, Touches the pupil of his eye. Yes, look here. I am about to punish them so that they will be looted by their own slaves. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Sing out and be happy, Zion, my daughter, for look, I have come. I will settle in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on the day of salvation, and they will also be my people. Indeed, I will settle in the midst of you all. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. The Lord will take possession of Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and he will choose Jerusalem once again. Be silent in the Lord's presence, all people everywhere, for he is being moved to action in his holy dwelling place. Zechariah 3. Next, I saw Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, with Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, May the Lord rebuke you, Satan. May the Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Isn't this man like a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood there before the angel. The angel spoke up to those standing all around, Remove his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, I have freely forgiven your iniquity and will dress you in fine clothing. Then I spoke up, Let a clean turban be put on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood nearby. Then the angel of the Lord exhorted Joshua solemnly, The Lord of heaven's armies says, If you follow my ways and keep my requirements, you will be able to preside over my temple and attend to my courtyards, and I will allow you to come and go among these others who are standing by you. Listen now, Joshua, the high priest, both you and your colleagues who are sitting before you. All of you are a symbol that I am about to introduce my servant, the branch. As for the stone I have set before Joshua, on the one stone there are seven eyes. I am about to engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord of heaven's armies, to the effect that I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. In that day, says the Lord of heaven's armies, everyone will invite his friend to fellowship under his vine and under his fig tree. Zechariah 4 The angelic messenger who had been speaking with me then returned and woke me, as a person is wakened from sleep. He asked me, What do you see? I replied, I see a menorah of pure gold with a receptacle at the top. There are seven lamps at the top with seven pipes going to the lamps. There are also two olive trees beside it one on the right of the receptacle, and the other on the left. Then I asked the messenger who spoke with me, What are these, sir? He replied, Don't you know what these are? So I responded, No, sir. Therefore he told me, This is the Lord's message to Zerubbabel, Not by strength, and not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. What are you, you great mountain? Because of Zerubbabel, you will become a level plain, and he will bring forth the temple capstone with shouts of grace, grace, because of this. Moreover, the Lord's message came to me as follows. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this temple, and his hands will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. For who dares make light of small beginnings? These seven eyes will joyfully look on the tin tablet in Zerubbabel's hand. These are the eyes of the Lord, which constantly range across the whole earth. Next, I asked the messenger, What are these two olive trees on the right and the left of the menorah? Before he could reply, I asked again, What are these two extensions of the olive trees, which are emptying out the golden oil through the two golden pipes? He replied, Don't you know what these are? And I said, No, sir. So he said, These are the two anointed ones who stand by the Lord of the whole earth. Zechariah 5 Then I turned to look, and there was a flying scroll. Someone asked me, What do you see? I replied, I see a flying scroll, thirty feet long and fifteen feet wide. The speaker went on to say, This is a curse traveling across the whole earth. For example, according to the curse, whoever steals will be removed from the community. Or, on the other hand, according to the curse, whoever swears falsely will suffer the same fate. I will send it out, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and it will enter the house of the thief and of the person who swears falsely in my name. It will land in the middle of his house and destroy both timber and stones. After this, the angelic messenger, who had been speaking to me, went out and said, Look, see what is leaving. I asked, What is it? And he replied, It is a basket for measuring grain that is moving away from here. Moreover, he said, This is their eye throughout all the earth. Then a round lead covering was raised up, revealing a woman sitting inside the basket. He then said, This woman represents wickedness. And he pushed her down into the basket and placed the lead cover on top. Then I looked again and saw two women going forth with the wind in their wings. They had wings like those of a stork. And they lifted up the basket between the earth and the sky. I asked the messenger who was speaking to me, Where are they taking the basket? He replied, To build a temple for her in the land of Babylonia. When it is finished, she will be placed there in her own residence. Zechariah 6 Once more I looked, and this time I saw four chariots emerging from between two mountains of bronze. Harnessed to the first chariot were red horses, to the second, black horses, to the third, white horses, and to the fourth, spotted horses, all of them strong. Then I asked the angelic messenger who was speaking with me, What are these, sir? The messenger replied, These are the four spirits of heaven going out after presenting themselves before the Lord of all the earth. The chariot with the black horses is going to the north country, and the white ones are going after them, but the spotted ones are going to the south country. All these strong ones are scattering. They have sought permission to go and walk about over the earth. The Lord had said, Go, walk about over the earth. So they are doing so. Then he cried out to me, Look, the ones going to the northland have brought me peace about the northland. The Lord's message came to me as follows. Choose some people from among the exiles, namely Heldai, Tobijah, and Jediah, all of whom have come from Babylon. And when you have done so, go to the house of Josiah, son of Zephaniah. Then take some silver and gold to make a crown and set it on the head of Joshua the high priest, the son of Jehoshadak. Then say to him, The Lord of heaven's armies says, Look, here is the man whose name is Branch, who will sprout up from his place and build the temple of the Lord. Indeed, he will build the temple of the Lord, and he will be clothed in splendor, sitting as king on his throne. Moreover, there will be a priest with him on his throne, and they will see eye to eye on everything. The crown will then be turned over to Helam." Tobijah, Jediah, and Hen, son of Zephaniah, as a memorial in the temple of the Lord. Then those who are far away will come and build the temple of the Lord, so that you may know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. This will all come to pass if you completely obey the voice of the Lord your God. Zechariah 7. In King Darius, fourth year. On the fourth day of Kislev, the ninth month, the Lord's message came to Zechariah. Now the people of Bethel had sent Sherizer and Regam-Melech and their companions to seek the Lord's favor by asking both the priests of the temple of the Lord of Heaven's armies and the prophets, Should we weep in the fifth month, fasting as we have done over the years? The message of the Lord of Heaven's armies then came to me, Speak to all the people and priests of the land as follows. When you fasted and lamented in the fifth and seventh months through all these seventy years, did you truly fast for me, for me indeed? And now when you eat and drink, are you not doing so for yourselves? Should you not have obeyed the words that the Lord cried out through the former prophets when Jerusalem was peacefully inhabited and her surrounding cities The Negev and the foothills were also populated. Again, the Lord's message came to Zechariah. The Lord of heaven's armies said, Exercise true judgment and show brotherhood and compassion to each other. You must not oppress the widow, the orphan, the resident foreigner, or the poor, nor should anyone secretly plot evil against his fellow citizen. But they refused to pay attention turning away stubbornly and stopping their ears so they could not hear. Indeed, they made their hearts as hard as diamond so that they could not obey the Torah and the other words the Lord of heaven's armies had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, the Lord of heaven's armies had poured out great wrath. It then came about that just as I cried out, but they would not obey, so they will cry out, But I will not listen, the Lord of heaven's armies has said. Rather, I will sweep them away in a storm into all the nations they are not familiar with. Thus, the land had become desolate because of them, with no one crossing through or returning, for they had made the fruitful land a waste. Zechariah 8. Then the message of the Lord of heaven's armies Came to me as follows. The Lord of Heaven's armies says, I am very much concerned for Zion. Indeed, I am so concerned for her that my rage will fall on those who hurt her. The Lord says, I have returned to Zion and will live within Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem will be called Truthful City, Mountain of the Lord of Heaven's armies, Holy Mountain. Moreover, The Lord of Heaven's Armies says, Old men and women will once more live in the plazas of Jerusalem, each one leaning on a cane because of advanced age. And the streets of the city will be full of boys and girls playing. And, says the Lord of Heaven's Armies, though such a thing may seem difficult in the opinion of the small community of those days, will it also appear difficult to me? Asks the Lord of Heaven's Armies. The Lord of Heaven's armies asserts, I am about to save my people from the lands of the east and the west, and I will bring them to settle within Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be their God in truth and righteousness. The Lord of Heaven's armies also says, Gather strength, you who are listening to these words today from the mouths of the prophets who were there at the founding of the house of the Lord of Heaven's armies so that the temple might be built. Before that time, there was no compensation for man or animal, nor was there any relief from adversity for those who came and went, because I had pitted everybody, each one, against everyone else. But I will be different now to this remnant of my people from the way I was in those days, says the Lord of heaven's armies. For there will be a peaceful time of sowing, The vine will produce its fruit, and the ground its yield, and the skies will rain down dew. Then I will allow the remnant of my people to possess all these things, and it will come about that just as you, both Judah and Israel, were a curse to the nations, so I will save you, and you will be a blessing. Do not be afraid. Instead, be strong. For the Lord of heaven's armies says, As I had planned to hurt you when your fathers made me angry, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and I was not sorry. So, to the contrary, I have planned in these days to do good to Jerusalem and Judah. Do not fear. These are the things you must do. Speak the truth, each one of you, to one another. Practice true and righteous judgment in your courts. Do not plan evil in your hearts against one another. Do not favor a false oath. These are all things that I hate, says the Lord. The message of the Lord of heaven's armies came to me as follows. The Lord of heaven's armies says, The fast of the fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth months will become joyful and happy, pleasant feasts for the house of Judah. So love truth and peace. The Lord of heaven's armies says, It will someday come to pass that people, residents of many cities, will come. The inhabitants of one will go to another and say, Let's go up at once to ask the favor of the Lord, to seek the Lord of heaven's armies. Indeed, I'll go with you. Many peoples and powerful nations will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord of heaven's armies and to ask his favor. The Lord of heaven's armies says, In those days, ten people from all languages and nations will grasp hold of, indeed, grab the robe of one Jew and say, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.